detectives, and we love investigating cool stuff. We do! And we're lucky to be able to chat with some super smart grown-ups who know lots of cool facts about them. Today, we're covering something small and flappy. But we've already covered butterflies. This creature is bigger than a butterfly. Let me give you a clue. Hi, Michael. Hi there, fact detectives. It's bigger than a butterfly, but it's not a bird. It does have wings, though, and loves hanging out. Yes! Cool! Michael is an ecologist who studies bats. I do. Do you want to find out some cool facts about them? Yes! Fact one! What are bats? Bats are the only mammal that can fly. They belong to the order Choroptera, which is an ancient Greek word meaning hand wing. Why? Why hand wing? Well... A bat's wing is kind of like an extra-long, stretched-out human hand with skin between each of the four fingers. A bat's wing is made of stretchy skin called patagium, and this skin stretches between its long fingers and connects down to its ankle. A bat's thumb has a claw on it that it can use to climb and crawl, or even clear its ears. And here's a bonus fun fact for you. Some bats have stiff hair brushes on the sides of their feet that they use as a comb to comb their hair. Seriously? Yep. I need one of those. Also, bats generally have quite large ears in comparison to their heads and eyes. Bat wings are super cool. Bats can move each of their fingers independently while flying, which means they can change directions in an instant. And this helps them catch their food and avoid crashing into things. While bats are super agile in the air, they're not great at getting off the ground. That's where the hanging upside down comes in handy. They just let go, open their wings and take off. My favourite bat is the little forest bat. It lives in eastern Australia from Brisbane down to Tasmania. Little forest bats are one of the smallest bats in Australia. Its body can grow up to about 5 centimetres long and it has a wingspan of about 15 centimetres. They weigh about 3 grams. That is tiny! It is. But even though they are so small, they eat hundreds of mosquitoes and other tiny insects every night. And they can live for up to 30 years. Wow! Fact two! Are bats really blind? Are you asking that because of the saying blind as a bat? Yes. Well, they're not actually blind. It's possible that the saying came about because bats fly around in the dark, which would be very difficult for us humans to do. Firstly... Because we can't fly. (laughs) Well, that's true. But also, we don't have the same superpower as bats. What superpower? Well, the special thing about bats is that 70% of them are able to use something called echolocation to get around. What's that? Basically, it's something that bats, whales and dolphins use to understand their surroundings. The way bats use echolocation is that they make a sound when they're flying around. And then they listen out for the echo of that sound bouncing back to them off objects. From that, they can work out the size, the shape and the texture of the things around them. From big things like trees and rocks, down to catching teeny tiny little insects and avoiding getting caught in the silky strands of a spider's web. Wow! Bats can hear whether something is coming towards them or moving away. For us, it's similar to if we could hear a car coming towards us and then driving off again. 
Bats do incredible mental calculations every second so that they can protect themselves from threats and identify potential food sources. When we go out to study bats, we catch them using superfine nets, and 90% of them are able to avoid our nets, no problem. We only catch the bats that are daydreaming. Or would that be night dreaming? <laughs> what do bats sound like? It might seem like they don't make any sound, mostly because us humans can't hear them. Echolocation is beyond the range of human hearing. But if we could hear them, they make a sound kind of like a chirping of a bird. Chip, 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 chip. It just would be very loud and very annoying for us humans. Bats that can echolocate are divided into two categories, the shouting bats and the whispering bats. If we could hear them, shouting bats, like the white-striped mastiff bat here in Australia, make sounds of 100 to 130 decibels. That's similar to the loudness of a rock concert or a smoke alarm or a jackhammer. Whispering bats, like the long-eared bats, make sounds that would be similar to the levels of a regular human conversation. Shouters generally look for their food in open spaces, while the whisperers hunt for insects in leafy forests by sneaking up on them. We can hear some bat sounds, but these are usually the squeaks and squawks between mother bats and their babies, or when bats are squabbling or having an argument about something. They're not echolocation sounds. Oh. And why do bats look so strange? Their faces are pretty different to ours. Their ears can be long and their noses are rather unique. Scientists think that the flaps and grooves on a bat's nose might help them shape and focus the echolocation sounds in different ways. Some bats even make their echolocation sounds out of their noses. Amazing! Do bats live in caves? They do. But bats also live in forests, deserts, suburbs and even in cities. There are over 1,400 bats living all over the world, except for the polar regions. There are 90 species of bats living here in Australia. Bats are pretty social animals. Most species live in colonies, which could be from 20 to 30 bats to tens of thousands. Some flying fox colonies are massive. If you live on the east coast of Australia, you've probably seen them flying out at dusk. In some species, female bats live in colonies, while male bats roost on their own or with a few other males. Adult female bats generally give birth to one baby, called a pup, each year. But a few species have twins. Pups are born without any fur. Just like baby kangaroos. Yep. The pup will drink milk for four or five weeks and hangs on to its mum. When the pup gets too big to carry, it will stay in the roost, where some other mum bats will take care of a group of pups in a creche. Mama bats will often fly with their pups, teaching them to fly and navigate around their neighbourhood. Like I said before, bats are pretty social animals who share information and food. Some species will adopt orphan bats and help each other out. Really vampires? Well, some are. Oh no! Don't worry, a vampire bat is actually very small. Its body is about the size of a mouse, with a wingspan of just 20 centimetres. 
It weighs between 15 and 45 grams, which is about as heavy as a slice of bread. Got it. Vampire bats are found in Mexico, Central and South America, where they feed on cows, pigs, horses and birds. They don't actually suck blood like a vampire. They just make a small cut with their teeth and then lap up the blood like a cat lapping up milk. They are so gentle that it doesn't hurt their prey and they can even drink the blood of an animal for half an hour without waking it up. But they do get so full that they pee everywhere. Just like vampire legends, the bats have to feed each night. If they miss two nights, they'll actually die. But here's a quirky fact for you. When they go back to their colony, they'll share their feed by regurgitating it, especially for new mother bats. That's gross. And kind of sweet. Yep, we don't have vampire bats here in Australia. But we do have a couple of carnivorous species, like the ghost bat that's found in the tropical north. It eats frogs, birds, lizards, large insects, mice, and even other bats. Some bats eat live prey like insects, mosquitoes, moths, beetles, and bugs, while others eat only fruit or nectar. Even though we rarely see them, bats play a really important role in the ecosystem. Over 300 species of fruit are pollinated by bats, including bananas, avocados, mangoes, cocoa trees, and agave plants. Bats help spread seeds for nuts and figs, and they help control insect populations, including moths. Flying takes up so much energy that the bats can eat up to three quarters of their body weight in a night. Wow! Here's a fun fact for you. Some kind of moths have evolved special features to counter bat attacks. Some have fuzzy wings that can reflect bat echolocation, while others have ears that can sense it. If they detect a bat, the moths might make sounds to startle the bat or fly in loops or fold up their wings and dive. That's why you might see bats flying in funny ways because they're trying to catch the insects. But just as the moths have evolved, the bats keep evolving to catch them. Wow! While they have few natural predators, bats are hunted by owls, hawks, falcons, snakes and cats. Sadly, up to a quarter of bat species are considered threatened due to climate change as well as habitat loss due to deforestation and development by humans. If you do happen to come across a bat that's injured, don't pick it up. Call your local wildlife rescue organisation. OK, Michael. Today's final fact will be answered by Tessa Ladd. She's an artist, writer and editor. Fact 5. Why do people think bats are scary? Well, there are a bunch of reasons. As you've already covered with Michael, bats come out at night. They have weird faces. They hang around upside down. They have wings made of skin, not feathers. And, of course, there are three species of vampire bats that feed on blood. Also, they're always getting associated with diseases, even though scientists can't agree that bats are the problem. When you put it all together, they do sound a bit spooky. But we also learned about how sweet they are. Well, they are sweet. I wrote a book about bats looking at how we humans think about them and how they pop up in books, art, history and popular culture. I'm from New Zealand originally and I only saw flying foxes for the first time when I came to Sydney and saw the colony in the Botanic Gardens. Grey-headed flying foxes are Australia's largest bat with a wingspan of over one metre. 
They love to eat fruit like figs and also pollen and nectar from eucalyptus flowers. Grey-headed flying foxes can be found all along the east coast of Australia, from Bundaberg in Queensland, down through Sydney, Melbourne and over to Adelaide. I've seen them. Me too. Their bodies are dark grey and they have rusty orange fur around their necks and shoulders. They're noisy, fascinating creatures and they're completely adorable. You know, you don't have to be a zoologist or a biologist to be interested in animals. You can also be creative and artistic and study animals. How? You said you wrote a book about bats. What did you learn when you were writing it? So many things. Bats have been featured in human artefacts across many different cultures, from the ancient Mayan civilization in Mexico, across the Asia-Pacific, to Christian art from Europe. If we look at European stories and images from a few hundred years ago, angels are always shown with feathered wings like birds, while bad creatures get portrayed with bat wings. Then around 100 years ago, in 1897, a guy called Bram Stoker published a very famous novel called Dracula, which combined old European vampire legends with people's general fear of bats. And since then, bats have been getting a very bad rap. Although, in the 1930s, bats did get a bit of a makeover with the launch of the crime-fighting superhero, Batman. But the bat isn't just cool in comics and movies. The flying fox is the totem animal for a number of First Nations communities in Australia, from north-central Arnhem Land to the far east coast on Darug country in Western Sydney. And did you know that bats are seen as lucky in some cultures? Cool! Which ones? In Mandarin-speaking cultures, like China and Taiwan. Many cultures around the world create objects called talismans that you can carry around with you like a ring or a stone or a pendant on a necklace. A talisman is thought to protect the person wearing it or bring them luck. The Wufu is China's most well-known bat talisman, featuring five bats that represent five positive things. Health, wealth, longevity, virtue, and dying a natural and happy death. Bats are respected throughout India. And in some areas in the Philippines, flying foxes are thought to be guardians of the night. And in other areas, they are thought to watch over fishing grounds. Flying foxes also appear in Samoan folklore. The Samoan legend of Leutongi tells the story of how she was rescued by flying foxes. They peed on her when she was on fire. No No way. way! Yes way! Bats and flying foxes appear in many other cultures too. Bats have even made their way into comedy with TV shows for kids like Hotel Transylvania, The Little Vampire, and of course, Sesame Street with The Count, who loves to count and is always surrounded by bats. Let's count the bats and find out! But back to real bats. Bats have a cool superpower where to conserve energy they go into what's called torpor. This is where their body temperature drops and their metabolism slows down. This could last for a few hours, a day, or up to a month. Bats are the longest living mammals for their size. Some live into their 20s, 30s, and one even lived to the age of 41. Scientists think that this could be related to their capacity for torpor. 
bats have been around for 52 million years, and we still have so much to learn about them. Thanks, Tessa! Anytime, Fact Detectives. It's been fun. Try this at home! While us humans can't use echolocation the way that bats do to work out the size, shape and texture of objects, we can use our ears to work out the direction sound is coming from and how far away it is. So here's an activity you can try out at home. Great! What do we do? You need at least two people, but you can play it with more. One person will be blindfolded and will sit on the floor or on a chair. After they're blindfolded, the other people will very quietly move to different parts of the room. One person will then snap their fingers. The blindfolded person has to guess which direction the sound is coming from and point to that direction. Then, another person can make a sound like clapping their hands. Again, the blindfolded person has to point in the direction they think the sound is coming from. They can also say how far away they think the sound is. I reckon I could work that out. Me too! Thanks, Michael! No worries, fact detectives. This has been another super awesome episode of The Fact Detectives with me, Annika. And me, Esther. Big thanks to our experts today, Michael and Tessa. Michael Penne is an ecologist and conservation officer for the Australasian Bat Society. And he recorded some of the bat sounds we heard in the episode. Yeah! Thanks also to Tessa Lett, who is an artist, writer and editor. And the author of the book Bat. A Cultural History of Bats. And lastly, we need to thank our Fact Detective fans who asked us to investigate bats. Thanks to Akira, Riley and Eddie. Bats are so cool. Yeah, they are awesome. If you love finding out the facts as much as we do. And if you have a big topic you would like us to investigate. Then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au. 